Good evening, Island Church. Pastor Rusty Martin. It's March the 30th. I'm coming to you with your, your Monday evening exhortation. I'm going to use Psalms 23. Uh, that's a, a psalm that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I was committed that psalm to memory when I was a child. When I was growing up in church, it's one of the scriptures that we had to learn. And, you know, there's no way we can exhaust this in a, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten minute uh, exhortation. But we can touch on a couple of things that I think will encourage you. Uh, it's a powerful, powerful psalm. Probably one of the most, if not the most popular, one of the most popular psalms in the Bible and certainly a favorite. Uh, I did a little study years ago on the history because all of these psalms were written at particular times in David's life. And this particular psalm was written, uh, you know, you would have thought, if you read it and listen to it, you'd have thought David was laying out somewhere on a nice hill, uh, watching a shepherd do his work, and all of a sudden the inspiration of the Spirit of God came upon him and he wrote Psalms 23. Actually, just the opposite is true. It was a time of great distress in his life. His son, son Absalom had come into the city, into Jerusalem. Uh, David and his, uh, his entourage of the, of the royal family was leaving, uh, going through the Kidron Valley. Uh, there were people opposing him there, cursing him, throwing stuff at him. And it was not a time really conducive uh, to, I would think, uh, writing a beautiful psalm like this. But it's amazing. David walked with the Lord his whole life. Uh, he had insight into God insight into into the Messiah and, and this this is what came out of his heart now let me go through it and read it now I could I could tell it to you by memory but I want to read it to you and, and just let you listen to what's being said at this time of great stress in David's life he writes the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside still waters he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in paths of righteousness by his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, now that's just, you could just, we could probably go a week or a month and have a conference on Psalms 23. But there are some things here that I think that are very relative to what we're going through as people, as a church, as individuals, as families. First of all, the Lord is my shepherd. That really relates to the believer. And the believer submitting himself to the overall shepherdship of the Lord Jesus Christ. I like how the Bible describes Jesus. He is the great shepherd. He is the good shepherd. He is the chief shepherd. He is the shepherd of our heart. And, you know, I would, I would sure like to be referred to uh, as some other animal other than a sheep. But here's the good news. Sheep are dependent upon the shepherd. Sheep need guidance. They need to be brought to places to feed and water. Uh, they need to be protected. And we thank God that in seeing ourselves as sheep, we can see God as the good shepherd. We can see Jesus as the great shepherd, as the chief shepherd. And in understanding that, we realize that we're not stuck down here on this planet just getting by with what we can get, about, get by with. There is a true higher power, stronger force, righteous force, God Almighty, God Himself, that watches over us, not only as a shepherd watches over his sheep, but as a father watches over his children. Now notice, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Once you see Jesus as your Lord and shepherd, you're not going to want. 
You know, a lot of people say, well, God will meet your needs, but he won't meet your wants. Right here it says, I shall not want. That means God's going to not only give me what I need, he's going to give me what I want. Now, I know people get in the ditch with that and get all excessive with that. But listen, it's amazing how there are times when God will just show up in your life and just do something for you. And you know it's nothing that you really need, something that you want, and God puts his signature on it. And you know that God has done that for you. He says, it maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. This has to do with the uh, nutrition of the sheep. Uh, uh, green pastures is, you know, they're not just eating some dry stubble somewhere. They're actually in grass that's growing, in grass that's live. I like to say it like this. Green pastures are a living diet. I mean, Jesus will lead you through the Word of God by the power of the Holy Ghost, and you will be partaking of a living diet. Listen, that's why you should never view the Bible as just a book. Well, it's kind of an old history book with a few religious themes in it. No, it's not. The Word that God has spoken through us, the Bible that we have. The Bible says the Word, Jesus says, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Here's your green pasture right here. Here's where you can feed. Here's where God has provided for us living food. Then it says, He also leads me beside still waters. You know, that's the only place sheep will drink is when the waters are not troubled. Because many times troubled waters indicate predators in the water, indicate disease in the water, indicate things that are not right with the water. But thank God the water, which is also a type of the Word, can be a type of the Spirit, that there's something about the Spirit of God and the Word of God that carries a purity to it. That's why we're commanded by God to live a life that's righteous, to live a life that's holy, so much in this world. I mean, there are times that I've been out in society and out in the, out in the, you know, at the malls at Christmas time, different places, and you just feel like traveling many times is like that. You just feel like you need a spiritual bath. You know, you've kind of been around so much corruption, so much stuff, so much junk. Listen, the Word of God, the Bible, the Bible defines itself as something called Fuller's Soap. You go do a run a reference on that and see what you find. Fuller's Soap was a soap that they used that was very strong that they used to get the stains of garments out of. And I want you to know there's nothing that will remove the stains of your life like the Word of God will. It says, He restoreth my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. There's nothing that can restore your soul like your Good Shepherd. Listen, time does not heal all wounds. Money does not heal wounds. Jesus is the healer of the wounds of life. Let Jesus be the one for you that restores your mind, that restores your emotions, that restores your will so you make the right decisions, you think correctly, and you respond emotionally to co correctly to every circumstance of life that comes up. Then that path of righteousness, oh my goodness, get on the path, stay on the path, Fight to be on the path of righteousness. It's on that path of righteousness that God has your blessing. Your blessing is all down that path. As you, as you progress down that path, <clears throat> excuse me, you will find blessing after blessing, favor after favor. I like to say it like this, setup after setup after setup that God has provided for you. He saw your faith in the past. He arranged something for you in the future. Today, as you maintain your walk of faith on that path of righteousness, you will get to your blessing. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Listen, it didn't say you will not feel it, but it says you won't fear it. You do not have to fear what you feel. You say, Pastor, I just feel this, this, this disaster. This, I just feel like all this bad. Look, 
Quit living by your feelings. Start living by your faith. You don't have to live by what you feel and you don't have to fear what you're walking through. It may look like right now there's a valley of shadow of death right in front of us with this disease, with this financial situation, which is what's going on in the nations of the world. No, no, he guides us right through that and on the other side of the valley of the shadow of death is the mountain of God's blessing and goodness. Get through the valley. Don't set up, don't set up a residence in the valley. Don't set a tent up. Just keep moving through the valley. In Jesus' name. It says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. My, you anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. There has been a table prepared to get you through this. Sit down and eat. Partake of the goodness of God. Partake of what God has provided for us through, through His Word. He anoints our head with oil. So much we could teach about that. The anointing of the Spirit. They would, they would literally anoint the heads of the sheep with oil because sheep tend to rub on each other. And if they're not oiled, then they rub sores on each other. Listen, don't rub a sore on someone. Be full of the Holy Ghost. Rub the anointing. Rub the blessing. Rub the goodness of God on it. And surely goodness and mercy are following us. We will dwell in the house of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord, the prosperity of the Lord, the healing of the Lord. We dwell in that forever, not just when we get to heaven. There's no need of it in heaven. There's need of it down here in the nasty now and now. We love you so much. Don't forget our live stream broadcast this week. As far as we know, uh, we'll still be able to live stream on, on Wednesday night. It's live stream prayer on Thursday night. Every day we'll come to you with some encouragement, both in the morning and the afternoon. Don't forget, touch three people. Send a text, make a call, encourage someone. Maybe someone you haven't talked to in a long time. Maybe a loved one or a friend. Just text them. Somebody the other day that I hadn't talked to in quite a while. I just sent them a text to encourage them. And got such a blessing back. They just sent such a wonderful text back that blessed me. Listen, we're in this together. We're going through it together. We're coming out of it together. And we're going to experience the blessings of God. We love you, Pastor Rusty Martin. We'll see you tomorrow in Jesus' name.